Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ on my side, because they are at the wheel, they are in the captain's chair, and they are steering the ship through the through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you all here. Uh, just bear with me for a second. I thought I had one of my settings situated here on my mic. Let me see here. There's something here that just doesn't sound right. just need to make a quick adjustment. Bear with me. Love when this happens. Let's see here. Check, check one, two. There we go. That sounds a little better. Okay, that, that makes me feel a little bit better. My compression was uh, a little off there. So anyway, welcome to His Hardline. Glad to have you all here for episode 440. I am Jason, again, your co-host. And so glad to have you all here. Today we start a new reading out of the Bible, out of the, um, we're fast forwarding and scrolling up to the New Testament. So we're going to be doing a little bit of reading out of 1 Peter, 1 Peter chapter 1. And so uh, we're going to do that. And then on the other side, we're going to take a quick little break. And then we're going to start head up, you know, kick off episode 441, where we're going to go over, uh, we're starting tonight, we're not going to go over all three documents, but we're going to start uh, going over each document that we sign, that we um, read, and that we swear, you know, we swear in when we become a member on the county and state assembly side. So today we're going to be going over the um, the Declaration of Unalienable Rights. And then there's another one called the Jural Covenant of Office. And then, of course, the Declaration of Independence. 
So we're going to go over tonight, we're going to go over the Declaration of Unalienable Rights. So that's exactly what we're going to be going over. Uh, so I apologize for not having a show yesterday. Again, I was trying to get back off of work and get back home on a solid time so we can do something at 3.30. That didn't work out. Like I said, it was all subject to how my work schedule goes. So we just overall didn't have a show yesterday, but um, I ended up having like a two and a half hour phone call yesterday. So I didn't get to bed till a little after 10 o'clock. So needless to say, I'm a little tired today. So that's all right. It is what it is. It's, it was it was definitely needed. All right. So we're going to start off with the reading. Today I'm reading out of the New American Standard Bible, and this chapter has 25 verses, and then we'll get into a little commentary. Now it reads, now again, 1 Peter chapter 1. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who reside as strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, who are chosen according to the foreknowledge of God, the Father, by the sanctifying work of the Spirit to obey Jesus Christ, and he sprinkled with his blood. May grace and peace be multiplied to you. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercy has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to obtain an inheritance which is imperishable, undefiled, and will not fade away, reserved in heaven for you who are protected by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been distressed by various trials, so that the proof of your faith being more precious than gold, which perishes through tested by fire, may be found to result in praise, glory, and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And through you have not seen, and though you have not seen him, you love him. And though you do not see him, but believe in him, you greatly rejoice with joy, inexpressible and full of glory, obtaining as the outcome of your faith the salvation of your souls. As to this salvation, the prophets who prophesied of the grace that would come to you made careful searches and inquiries, seeking to know what person or time the Spirit of Christ within them was indicating as he predicted the sufferings of Christ and the glories to follow. It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but you in these things, which now have been announced to you through those who preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, things into which angels long to look. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Keep sober in spirit. Set your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the former lust which were yours in your ignorance. But like the Holy One who called you, be holy yourselves, so in all your behavior, because it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. If you address as Father the one who impartially judges according to each one's work, conduct yourselves in fear during the time of your stay on earth. Knowing that you were redeemed with perishable things like gold or like silver or gold from your futile way of life inherited from your forefathers, but with precious blood as a, of a lamb, unblemished and spotless, the blood of Christ, 
for he was forsaken before the foundation of the world, but has appeared in these last times for the sake of you, who through him are believers in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. Since you have purified your souls in obedience to the truth for a sincere love of the brothers and sisters, fervently love one another from the heart. For you have been born again, not of seed which is perishable, but imperishable, that is, through the living and enduring word of God. For all flesh is like grass, and all its glory is like the flowers of grass. The grass withers and the flowers fall off. But the word of the Lord endures forever. And this is the word which was preached to you. So that is 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 1 through 25. So what does one first chapter, you know, Peter chapter 1 mean? What did exactly did we read here? So the apostle Peter which was one of the original 12 disciples chosen and trained by Jesus during his time on earth. He begins a letter to the Christians scattered by persecution. He writes to encourage them, starting by emphasizing exactly who they are as Christians and how God has blessed them in Christ. Now, first, through their faith in Christ, God has caused them to be born again to a living hope. And because Jesus is raised from the dead, Peter asserts their hope in Jesus is not a wish. They hope that it is as alive as he is, right? And their inheritance as God's children is eternal, full of glory and secured forever. And God himself is guarding them. Now, in their suffering which is all too real and causes sadness. Christians still benefit. Now, our faith grows stronger, and our faith is worth more than gold. Our faith will bring great glory when Jesus is revealed. In fact, you know, Peter said that the Christians have every reason to rejoice when that happens. And the mystery of God's plan withheld for centuries from both, you know, both prophets and angels has revealed to us, or I should say has been revealed to us in Christ. <clears throat> so clearly, though we are not home yet, Peter then next addresses the question of how God's secure children should live now between this moment that we're in right now and the day until we are united with our Father, especially in a season of suffering and persecution. Now, first, you know, we meet, we must see ourselves as holy. Well, Jason, what do you, what do you mean by that? Sounds a little arrogant in a way. What do you mean we must see ourselves as holy? Well, what I'm saying is we need to set apart ourselves as people with a special purpose because we are. And I'm not saying that as in we are better than other people. No. 
but we need to recognize the special gift and the purpose that we serve here on this earth. We have to hear the calling. We have to answer the calling. See, we live in a world, or I should say we will live in the world as we are now, but we live in it as foreigners. We live in it as foreigners and as people preparing to go home. That's why it's so important that we maintain proper health over here, which is one of the reasons why I like to discuss that every so often on this show, because God gave us this body temple. We need to take good care of it while we're here. Now, we must mentally, though, we must mentally engage in setting all of our hope in God's future grace for us. We should choose to act as those who are God's own people. Let me rephrase that, or let me repeat that, I should say. We should choose to act as those who are God's own people. How do you do that? Well, first off, we need to be rejecting the evil desires of this world. The evil desires that once drove our actions before we knew better. See, our choices in life matter more than people even realize. God placed a high value on our lives. In fact, God placed such a high value on our lives, he paid for them with the blood of his one and only son, Jesus Christ. And what we inherited from our human ancestors was a meaningless existence. We lived in futility, and what God gave us instead is true purpose. See, in Christ, our lives have meaning and our choices have significant consequences. But one of those choices that we are now free to make is to work hard to give pure love to other Christians. And it's a big part of our purpose and one way God intends for us to spend our brief lives on this side of eternity. Our time here is so brief, but our lives will go on for eternity in Christ. He is the word of the Lord and the word of the Lord. Peter writes and remains forever. That's the good news that was preached to Peter's readers in which they believed. Now, back to what I was just saying about how one of those choices being that we are now free to make here in this world is to work hard to give pure love to other Christians. See, one thing that I started realizing with where I'm working at, I should say, for example, for a while I was getting a little tired. I was getting a little worn out being where I'm at. Yeah, I make good money. Yeah, I like driving a truck, but I was just feeling like I wasn't living to my full potential, like my purpose wasn't being fulfilled. Yeah, I know I got this podcast, but even still, I felt like I wasn't doing enough. And I kept asking God, I'm like, God, what is it 
that I'm supposed to be doing for you? I mean, really, what is it am I supposed to be doing? And part of that, I heard, well, you're supposed to, you know, you're already doing it. You're doing that podcast. I'm like, yeah, okay. But why do I feel an emptiness still then? Why am I feeling like I am at a standstill in my life while I'm trying to answer your call? I feel unresolved somehow. And then one day I was starting my shift and my coworker and friend came up to me. Eyes were welling up with tears, face beat red. He just got to work asking me to pray for him. I said, you got it. Absolutely. And right then and there, I put my hand on his shoulder and we started praying. And then he let me in on what was going on. It's the same one I've been praying for that we've been asking for prayers for him and his wife. Now, today we had a conversation when I was driving home from work because he was off of work today. So he wanted to talk for a minute. And this hit me even further today. I had a kind of like an epiphany. He wanted, because we talked yesterday for about an hour after work. And, and so today, the reason he wanted me to call him, he said, I need a review of what you said to me yesterday. What did you say to me yesterday? I said, uh, well, regarding letting everything go and just letting God. He goes, yeah, what exactly did you say to me yesterday? He goes, because I, I need to hear it again. So basically what I said to you, brother, is I see that your heart, you're trying to give your heart to God. I see the change in you. I said, and you're doing that. You're, good, you're doing a great job of it. I said, but there's still something in you. And I'm not going to use his first name. I almost let it slip. I said, but there's still something in you that still wants to intervene and put your, kind of put your wife on blast a little bit. So other people can see what she's doing because more and more people are starting to realize what she's doing and they're getting very irritated with her. In fact, they're getting very angry with her because they don't agree with it. They think it's disrespectful. And it breaks, well, it's a sin. It breaks a commandment. And so I told him, I said, you need to, I said, you've heard the saying before, let go and let God. He said, yeah. I said, you have to truly rely on that. I said, now you told me something yesterday that you had some evidence that you had some photos that you can use against her. And if she kept, you know, pursuing the world, but then something inside of you told you to delete them and you did. I said, you know what you did right then and there, you gave 100% trust in the Lord and God that he can do this, that you didn't need to intervene with these little things that could or would very well probably make things worse. Now, I'm getting to a point here. Hear me out. So I said, but there's still something in you yet that you still want to intervene. I know you want to give it all to Christ. You, all, you want to give it all to God. You want to unload your burden to him. But for some reason, you're not Come 100%. I said, so my review to you is this. Trust in God. Lay your burdens on Christ. He will make you light again and, and, and lift that stress and anxiety and those burdens off of you. 
let go and let God. I said, I know it sounds cliche, but it works. And what's interesting is he is doing that very thing. And, and he even said to me today, now this is where I'm going at with this. So back to what I was saying earlier about how one of those choices we have as Christians, right? The people that are by God, we have, you know, one of those choices is that we are free to make on this world in this world is to work hard, to give pure love to other Christians. Now he's a Christian man and his wife is as well, but he's realizing he's now discovering that he wasn't the Christian that he thought he was. He said to me, he goes, man, he goes, everything that I'm experiencing and the feeling that I get internally, feeling God work in me, I get this cozy, warm, internal feeling because I feel that that's God working in me. I said, it is. And this is what he said to me. He goes, I don't know why I never did this years ago. He goes, I could have saved myself from all this trouble. I said, true, but there's a reason why we're going through these, you know, it's like, it's like, again, you know, forging steel, purifying gold, right? You, you, we're going through the fire right now. I said, it's hard for a lot of people to believe in something that's intangible, meaning God, right? We can't see God really. I mean, you can see all of God's creation and you can say that's God's creation and you're never closer to God than when you see, you know, a newborn baby. But I mean, really, like if we're thinking of something according to our own understanding, like, you know, being this big booming voice kind of guy, right? Like we don't tangibly see God. We can't tangibly smell him or hear him speak like you're hearing me speak right now at least on this capacity, right? I said, but it's, 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 it's until you hand over your life 100% over to God, right? Letting go and let God. I said the, the intangible attributes that we're so used to throughout life, right? When it comes to God, something that we're not used to seeing, right? We just pray to God and, and hope that our prayers get answered. That's about the extent of our Christianity for most people, right? We pray, we hope our prayers get answered. He is starting to feel God in a tangible way, in a way you can't explain to people. And that is what I believe is what, you know, back to me feeling empty at work, right? I am feeling invigorated again and on fire because I am working for God by putting forth my pure, true agape love that I have for my brother at work here, friend of mine, and helping him experience the love of God himself and that warm feeling that he's been experiencing. It was awesome to hear him say that. He was like, wow. He goes, I, I, he goes, I don't know why I haven't done this years ago. I said, there's probably many reasons. I said, but you know what? You're, you're there now. I said, so be grateful and don't let up. Don't let up off of God. Okay. I said, now you know what God feels like when he's touching your life. I said, the intangible that has always been 
not physically in front of your eyes and, you know, not at your arm's reach, you're feeling internal now, aren't you? He says, yeah, I am. I said, there you go. I said, and you know what you're going to find yourself doing a couple few years down the road when you come out of the other, you know, other side of this and, and you win, you know, you get out of this storm. I said, you're going to find yourself doing the same thing, helping somebody else reach the, you know, the, the seemingly impossible and reaching, you know, something that's intangible. And you're going to help that individual, that man or woman, whoever it is you're going to be helping, whoever's going to cross your path, you're going to help that man or woman manifest a tangible feeling internally. And that feeling is going to be the feeling of God working in them. I said, you're going to do the same thing. I said, that's what we're here to do. We're foreigners in this world. So while we're here in this world, preparing to go home, we need to spread the word of God, the good news, and, 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 and the love of Christ. Bottom line. So I'm really happy to be there as a blessing for my buddy at work. He's also been a blessing just as much to me because now I'm starting to figure out the real good purpose of what our lives are supposed to be like and what we're supposed to be doing. So... We're going to close this out with a prayer. And like I said, if anybody ever has any prayer requests, you can put it there in the chat. If you want to remain anonymous in your prayers, um, I do have my email up. It's hisheartline at gmail.com. You're more than you know welcome to send me an email, and I will keep it anonymous for you. Um, but like I said, if you ever have any prayer requests, you can email me at hisheartline at gmail.com, and the website is hisheartline.com. And so we're going to close this out with a prayer. So, Heavenly Father, <clears throat> thank you for this day. And we appreciate the gift of work and giving us that blessing to be able to take care of ourselves, take care of our family, and steward the things that you have gifted us. We appreciate all that. We appreciate companionship and friendship. And as we continue to live in this foreign world that we're not a part of God. And we just ask that you continuously guide us in this foreign world. Be our GPS, be our God positioning system. Cause it's very easy to get lost in this world, but as long as we have you, we know where we are. So just guide us and show us the right work we need to be engaging in. We pray in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. So that is what I have for you today on this episode 440 on the very first chapter of First Peter, chapter 1. And we're going to take a quick little break, and then we'll be back on the other side, and we're going to go over a review, and we'll play probably play a sound clip or two, but we're going to go do a review on the Declaration of Unalienable Rights. And uh, we're going to do a little reading of that. And, uh, and yeah, we'll play something cool to listen to, maybe something to discuss, and then we're going to close it out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if I don't see you on the other side, we will see you back here tomorrow. And remember, tomorrow's Thursday, so the show will be a little bit earlier in the day. I'm not sure what time, probably like, I don't know, 3, 4 o'clock possibly. But it'll be an earlier show because, again, 
conference calls and stuff like that. Good stuff. Assembly meetings. So we will be back in just a couple minutes. God bless.